Hi, this is Eric Stark, the straight-talking, no-nonsense guy from Montana that is originally from Arizona, and that's why the podcast is named Radio Arizona RV. This podcast is designed to help the do-it-yourselfer with RV maintenance and education. In each episode, I explore different products that relate to various problems you as the RV owner might face. I am straightforward about the quality of the products that I suggest and what is needed to accomplish the maintenance task or repair at hand. There's no beating around the bush here. Even if you're not a do-it-yourselfer, the information will educate you. So if you do need to take your RV to a service center to have some work done, you will be informed. And remember, if your hands are clean, you're not having fun. Hey everybody, this is Eric Stark from Radio Arizona RV and today's episode number 48 is about purchasing a new RV, travel trailer, or fifth wheel. You know, just for simplicity of it all, they're all recreational vehicles, so we'll just stick with the term RV as we go through this podcast today. So before we get into the show, there's a few things I want to just mention. First, join our email list. Our email list is what we use to send out emails about upcoming shows, um, different things happening, maybe sometimes things that were in the show that we feel might be worthy of mentioning again, reminding you about it. And if you listen to you know the podcast on iTunes or another Spotify, another avenue, but you're not look, going to the website, there might be things you miss. So that's where the email comes in. I'll send those out to you, and I'm not going to spam you. You don't need to worry about that. Now, also, um, I've probably mentioned this in the past. It's on YouTube, Facebook, different places, but I've introduced a new slide-out awning fabric. It's the Ultra 10-Year Fabric. This is the toughest slide-out awning fabric on the face of the planet. It has a 10-year warranty. It's going to exceed the life of 10 years, no problem. So you have 10-plus years, but a 10-year warranty is unheard of in the RV industry. So I'll have a link to it in this episode. You can also find it on our website at sunpromfg.com. There's a link there. You can check it out, look at prices. And this is a tough fabric. There's a video that I've produced as well that's on um, Facebook that shows uh, how durable this fabric really is. We actually did a demonstration using it as a toe strap. Great product. Okay, so as I mentioned about the Ultra 10 year, check out Radio Arizona RV for links to products, different things that might be happening. You know, generally I have links to something. Um, try to make it as informative as possible. So now back to what the episode is about. Purchasing a new RV. You know, I bring this up because people have come into the store, RVers, future RVers, fellow RVers, whatever you want to call them, and they have just bought an RV and they're complaining about a problem they face. You know, they've, they've go to roll out the awning and it doesn't work, but to, somehow when they bought the RV, they said the person brought the awning out or the salesman, whoever the seller was, and there weren't any problems with it. So they buy the RV, get it home, they go to use the awning, it doesn't work. It needs a fabric, it needs an arm, it needs a major component. So that's why I'm bringing this up. So many people have problems. And there are companies out there that do um, provide a service where they'll check out an RV for you, but it can be time consuming and from what I've heard, it's kind of expensive 
So it might not be an option for you um, if money's part of the issue because you would have to pay for that. You know, it wouldn't be part of the financing if you're financing the RV. Depending on how you're doing it, it might be a financial burden, but it might not be uh, conducive for the seller either. They might say, no, we don't want to have that done. Just come in and buy it. So I'm uh, also recording this as a video if you're listening. Um, obviously, you can't see it, but I'm just experimenting a little bit. So sometimes I stop this because I'm distracted by cameras going here. So anyways, back to buying an RV. When, when you buy an RV, you really need to check it out thoroughly. And I know most of you do check out the RV, but is it thoroughly? I mean, are you really getting into it and looking at how all the problems there could be? Because that's the point of this, is to thoroughly check it out. And you, know, you can't just walk through it and take for granted that everything works, or if one thing works that everything else is going to work, or if it's super clean, you know, it just looks like it's brand new. Does that really mean that everything works, the things that are expensive, the problems you're going to face later on if you don't check it out thoroughly? Those problems could, you know, <laughs> really sour the deal. You know, they could make it where it's not such a good deal now. So rather than looking at the big picture, like, oh, this is going to be so much work. How am I going to possibly do this? Look at it as compartmentalizing it. You know, look at it as segments. Okay, so if this RV, how am I going to check it out where it makes sense? I don't miss all the problems, but I'm not overwhelmed with it. Because you do need to act like a detective, you need to find those problems. You don't want to just pretend you're looking. You want to be serious about it and you want to find the problems and try to fix every, or not fix them, but bring them to the seller's attention that these things are here. They're going to cost money. Either they can fix it or if you do it, you know, we're going to have to take some money off the price. You know, if the price of the RV is not over the top or, you know, you'll know when you're, when you're buying it, what you're going to need to do. Maybe the price is good, even with the problems, you'll know that. So be the, become the detective, you know, look at the RV. But when I said compartmentalize it, really what you need to do is look at it in four different ways. You're going to categorize the RV into four different sections. And you want to look at every square inch of each of those sections to find problems to find out what could be the problem that's going to haunt you later on. So one section could be the roof. The next section could be the underside, and that would include the chassis, you know, the axles, everything underneath the trailer. Now, if it's a motorhome, you might want to take it to a shop and have them check out the chassis and the engine. You know, that's a different ball game, and some of you are, I know, are mechanically inclined, know about cars, can work on them, can work on engines, diesels, gas, it doesn't matter. But if you're not one of those, you might want to take it into a shop, and it might cost, you know, two, three hundred dollars. I don't know what they would charge to check it out, but that would be worth it. But don't have that inspection done until you've looked at the rest of the RV and decide, hey, everything else on this RV is in good shape. If this chassis pans out, then we're going to go ahead and buy it. You don't want to do that first, have that chassis inspection done on a motorhome because you could be throwing your money away if you're not even happy with the rest of the RV. It might not meet your, meet your expectations. So you have the roof, you have the underside, then you have the four exterior walls, which would, conclude, would include two sides and the front and rear of the RV. Then, of course, you have the interior. Now, you might want to 
you know, categorize this and subcategorize it, make it a little bit easier, you know, break it down by bathroom, bedroom, kitchen, living room, every how you want to do it. But if you do it that way, it's not going to seem so daunting. And then you're doing it in a way that's a little more organized. It's in control. You're not just bouncing around this RV or inside, outside, the front of it, the rear of it, on the roof, on the bottom. You know, you want to do it so there's a organization to it. So, with that being said, you know, let's kind of get into this and break it down a little bit. Um, you know, and again, I bring this up because some people just eyeball stuff. You know, they just walk into the RV and go, oh, that looks good. Or they take the word of the seller. The seller says, hey, everything's good. In some cases, the seller might not even know there's a problem. You know, that might be a brand new problem or they're just not aware, they're not mechanically inclined, whatever it might be. So they might not be trying to hide it, but essentially they don't know about it, so they're certainly not going to say anything to you. So before you get into the inspection, so I'm kind of jumping the gun here, get ahead of myself. But before you get into the inspection, make sure you have a notepad. You got something to write with. You're not going to be able to keep all this in your head. It's not going to be mental notes. It's going to be physical notes on a notepad. Have someone there with you if possible, your spouse or someone who you trust who can take those notes as you're calling things out because it'll certainly be easier, especially if you're under the RV, on the roof, you know, you're not having to pick up a notepad, you know, you just, hey, you know, right front vent has crack in lead, you know, just they, then they make a note, you know, under the section of roof and don't be in a hurry. Take your time. Everybody has a smartphone today. Take pictures of any problems. Take pictures of, you know, uh, model numbers and things like that on the appliances. If you you have the lid off, the door off, whatever, just snap a photo. That way, if you do have to get an estimate on anything, you know, you already have a model number, and you might even want to just take a note of those model numbers, write them down. If you decide to keep the RV, if you've done all this work, turn that maintenance record into something worthwhile for down the road. You know, repurpose it into future uh, records or future um, information to help you when you're you know getting the repair work done or buying parts for it whatever it might be so another thing to consider here is and i keep wanting to get into this but i, I keep coming up with other little things older rvs let's say they're maybe you're 1995 and older they might be in really pristine shape they might just look awesome but you know, when you start to use an RV that's been sitting around, just like a vehicle, sometimes they start to fall apart. You start seeing all these problems. Like a motorhome, for example, maybe it's a 1998, man, the thing looks brand new, it's cherry, you know, the engine only has, you know, 15,000 miles on it, tires look new. But when you start driving that motorhome, more than likely the fuel lines are gonna start cracking and falling apart. The tires are definitely gonna come apart. So you're definitely gonna have to buy tires. You're going to have to buy fuel lines. You're going to have to buy heater hoses, radiator hoses, flush the cooling system. There's going to be some maintenance repairs that are going to be called for no matter what before you even go down the road to be safe and to make sure you get there and back. And the same thing is with travel trailers. The same thing is true. You know, the tires are going to be junk. If it's 1995 and the original tires are not going to be any good. You know, trailer tires only last three to five years, no matter how many miles are on them. So make sure, even though it looks extra clean, this is the super duper deal, that you think about the problems you might face when you start using it. 
even upholstery can start falling apart, cracking, splitting from just sitting, you know, the age of it, it just dries it out. And then all of a sudden you don't have a brand new pristine RV anymore. So consider these things on these really clean looking RVs. And I hear this all the time. I mean, I hear it every week, people buying a motorhome or a trailer, this thing is like brand new, you know? And I see that customer over and over again, day after day, because, well, it might've looked brand new, but it needs this, it needs that. Plastic parts are breaking. The air conditioner didn't work like they thought. The refrigerator doesn't work like they thought. The furnace doesn't work like they thought. And now they're pumping a ton of money into it. And even if they got a good deal on it, they're still putting money into it they weren't expecting to buy. You know, sometimes people are on a budget and they spend the money on the RV and they have X amount of dollars for repairs. But when you start exceeding that now, now you're getting in deeper than you thought you were. And it kind of takes the fun out of it, it kind of sours the whole experience. Okay, so now breaking it back down again. So let's go to the roof. So you want to inspect every square inch of that roof. You're going to want to look at each vent, each escape hatch the refrigerator vent, the plumbing vents. You're going to want to check out the seams that go around the roof. You're going to want to look at every inch of the roof where the stanchions are, if it has a rack on it, where the stanchions mount for the ladder. Make sure that it's sealed. Make sure there's no tears in the rubber. Have they maintained the roof? Does the roof look like it's hasn't had anything done to it in the last 14 years and the RV is 15 years old? You know, make notes of all of that. These are all the things, maybe not to stop you from buying it, but they come into the equation of whether you want to buy it. And I say that because you could be looking at two RVs. Let's say they're two travel trailers that are both 30 feet long, similar floor plans, and one's a few thousand dollars more. And you're, why is that? They're almost identical. Well, if you start looking at all the maintenance things, which one's going to need less? The one that's $3,000 more might be the one to buy because it might need less maintenance work as soon as you buy it. You know, when you buy it, you're going to do certain things and you know that, but you don't want to get into, you know, serious maintenance unless you plan on it. You're getting an extra good deal because it needs rough vents because the roof hasn't been maintained. You're saving thousands of dollars. You know, they're going to knock the price down three grand. They just want to get rid of it. You know, so you got to consider all that, but back to the roof. Um, so you're going to want to look at all of it, you know, and see resealing around the vents and the skylights and, you know, the plumbing vents. That's not the end of the world. You know, that's just probably getting some Dicor lap sealant, putting it on, you know, cleaning the roof, kind of getting it fresh, starting out fresh so you know where you're at. So that's not going to be the end of the world, but those are just things you need to keep in mind. You know, that once you buy the RV, you're going to have to reseal around all the vents. That's, you know, that's probably going to be normal for a lot of RVs you buy. Most people just put them up for sale. They don't think about that, but you want to be aware of it because all these little things will start adding up to become big things. Now let's go to the underside of the RV. Now let's just, for the sake of this, pretend it's a fifth wheel or a travel trailer. Cause if it's a motorhome, like I said, you're better off taking it to a shop unless you're real good at it. You know, you can give it an initial inspection, make sure there's nothing obvious but you probably want to take it to a shop and have a professional check out the chassis, the engine, drivetrain, all that. So let's say it's a travel trailer or a fifth wheel. You're going to want to climb underneath there. Most of them have some sort of belly pan, whether it's, um, you know, rigid, flexible, make sure that that's intact. If it's not intact, why isn't it? 
did it just come apart because of age or was it is it coming apart because there's mouse and rodents in there chewing on everything did someone just remove it because they were working on it forgot to put it back up and these are questions you can ask the owner i mean these are pretty simple questions so that's your starting point now if there is a full belly pan you can't see underneath there then it's pretty hard to start digging into that checking out the plumbing so you're only going to be able to visually inspect what you can see so there might be some prizes when you buy it unless it's a belly pan where you can take it off with screws and put it back on and the owner's gonna or the seller is gonna agree to that but at the very minimum you want to check out the axles make sure the leaf springs don't have cracks in them make sure the brakes are good ask them when the wheel bearings have been repacked you'll probably want to just do that anyway to start out fresh make sure they're good you know sometimes when we sell things when we buy things we forget dates you know one one thing one question I ask customers all the time like when they bought a battery and they say it's no good well how old is the battery oh it's brand new you know that's the typical response it's brand new then when you dig into it it's actually three years old or four years old so it was time for it to die anyways so sometimes when we you know ask someone about a date they're not going to be accurate so wheel bearings I always suggest just repacking them it's inexpensive if you can do it yourself well worth the peace of mind and then you tab the bearings apart you can inspect them but you're not going to be able to do that you know until you buy the rv but you can do other visuals look at the tires make sure the tread is tracking good that it's not you know the outside of the tread or the inside isn't worn excessively that the tires aren't cupping you know that the lug nuts are tight there's no cracks in the wheels you know the leaf springs as i said make sure they're intact there's no cracks so inspect the, any plumbing that's visible or propane lines you know generally there's going to be a, a rigid propane line you know black pipe make sure it doesn't look like it's been taken apart or have any cracks or possible leaks you're going to want to check the lighting you know the exterior lights to make sure they all work um, on the tongue jack you're going to make sure it works you know the propane tanks make sure they're there you know ask if the automatic switchover propane regulator works ask them if they can show you that you know smell for leaks you know you could bring some spray and do some basic tests for leaks but you know generally if there's a propane leak with the vet tanks on you're going to be able to smell it so do those types of things look at the the underneath the rv and go right up to the tongue of the trailer or if it's the fifth wheel include the propane system and the the uh leveling jacks or the uh the leveling jacks oh, i can't even think of the word right now the fifth the landing gear make sure the landing gear works and just so you know if they have atwood landing gear if there's any problems with that more than likely you're not gonna be able to get parts because atwood is gone you can't get atwood parts anymore for any of their jacks they were bought out by lipper components and everything was has disappeared since so that's going to be an expense right there set of landing gear could be six seven eight hundred dollars if you do it yourself so keep that in mind so now we're so we are talking about the chassis we've covered the roof and i just want to take a second here and remind you again you know we have the 10-year ultra slide out fabric this is new from sunpro manufacturing so go to sunpromfg.com look at the ultra 10-year slide out awning fabric that's a 10-year warranty if you're buying a new rv you're probably going to need a new slide out awning fabric so you, you know there you go buy one that's going to last you 10 years start out right or two or three whatever the rv has you can't go wrong with that and you know 
with that kind of quality, you expect to pay a whole lot more, right? Well, they're not. These, these slide-out fabrics are still priced in the same price range as our competitors. So they're not over-the-top expensive. You know, they're, they're right in line with our competitors. But you're getting a 10-year warranty and a better product that's been made specifically for slide-out awnings from the ground up. This is my little baby, my little fabric that I've from creation to now, it's it's uh, it's an awesome product. We've been doing well with it, and the people that are buying it love it. Okay, now back to the RV. So we've done the roof, we've done underneath. So now you're going to want to check the front, the rear, and the sides on the outside, the exterior of the RV. Most of this you can probably do with on the ground, but you are probably going to want a ladder for a few things. So let's start out with the awning, you know, the main awning, the patio awning. Make sure that it works. Have the customer bring it out. Have them show you how it works. Not in great detail. Don't be a pest. Just, hey, show me how it works. The basic gist of it. Because, you know, they're going to be more inclined to show it to you how it works when uh, they got cash in hand. But until you're a buyer, you're just a looky-loo. So, you know, don't, don't test their patience. You want to keep them involved in this and get honest feedback the whole way through. So work with the awning, make sure it works, whether it's manual or electric. And if the fabric's getting old, if it's starting to, you know, deteriorate, maybe get on a ladder and touch it. Be careful though. Don't try to stick your finger through it. Finger through it. Just make sure it's, you know, not brittle or still a little soft. Has, you know, some years left in it. If not, bring it to the seller's attention. It's probably going to need a new awning fabric. So that's a do-it-yourself item too. So it doesn't have to be thousands of dollars. You know, try not to beat the seller up. Be reasonable with them. So you're done with the awning, make sure you put that back and then check out the, the fender skirts on fifth wheels and trailers. Make sure the fender skirts are in good shape. You know, I'm talking about the plastic trim that's on the fenders just above the tires. Those can be very hard to find and they're not real inexpensive. You know, they're pricey. So you want to make sure that they're in good shape and you know, I mean, people that get blowouts, that's one of the worst things about getting a blowout is sometimes the damage in those fender skirts, you can be very hard to find. So make sure they're in good shape, you know, and if they're not, you can even go online to um, different websites and um, like Icon Direct, I was trying to think of the name, but Icon Direct is one where they sell fender skirts and by year make and model type of thing. So take some pictures of those and you can go online and see if they're available. So that reduces some problems. You know, you still might have to replace them, but at least you know you can get them because that can be a real chore. You know, look at the fender skirts. Make sure all the clearance lights work. Make sure the patio light works. Make sure the, you know, the light, if there's by a light by the propane tank, make sure it works. If a light doesn't work, see if the seller has a bulb. Put a new bulb in it or take a bulb out of another light and make sure that light works. If the light doesn't work with a new bulb, the fixture might be bad or there might be a wiring problem, might be a bad ground, could be a bad switch. But you want to determine that. And another thing people frequently don't look at are steps, whether they're electric or manual. Make sure the step works. You know, some of the electric steps, you can't even get parts for them anymore or it's very limited or the step could be bent up tweaked out of shape and it might need to be replaced. So it might not even be repairable. So take a look at that. These are all the things that can end up costing you money later on if you don't catch it now. If there's a ladder on the back of the RV, make sure that it's 
you know, secure. It's not falling off. Make sure the screws aren't coming out. You know, if they're pulling out, it might be because the wood's all rotted out and there's nothing for it to anchor to. So make sure it has a nice tight anchor that is, it's there to stay. You know, you should be able to climb up on it without it falling apart. You should feel comfortable that it's not going to break. Look at the windows. Make sure they still have a good seal on them. Look inside. You're going to check out when you're inside as well, but on the outside, make sure that you can see that there's a, a seal around it, that it hasn't been recocked 15, 20, 30, 40, 50,000 more times. You know, that they're trying to fix a leak. All these things are telltale signs of problems when somebody's trying to fix it. So, you know, if it's clearance lights, you know, and they're loose, the base is loose, that means that light is probably leaking as well because the putty tape behind it is probably gone or just gotten so thin and dried up, it's not doing anything anymore. So you want to avoid leaks. That's the worst thing, you know, that you can have in an RV. So thoroughly check out the outside of the RV. In some RVs, there's not going to be that much to look at. You know, it's going to be a sidewall with some clearance lights and maybe a window or two, you know. But just look at what's there. You know, don't overthink it, but certainly take your time. Then when you go inside the RV, maybe start in the rear and work your way forward. But make sure every single thing works. If it doesn't work, why doesn't it work? If the furnace doesn't work and the seller says, well, it's probably just the thermostat, you know, it's right there on the wall. They're only about 30 bucks. Well, ask them if they'd be willing to fix that thermostat so you could see the furnace work. See, those are little things the seller might not be trying to hide. They just think that's what it is. You know, they don't realize that maybe there's a problem in the furnace like the circuit board is bad. So you're not trying to call them out and you have a gotcha moment. You're just trying to make sure this RV is in the shape you want it to be in. And now you might say, well, the furnace doesn't work, but the price is good. I'm going to just go ahead and buy it. And that's fine if you want to do that. But just remember, it might be more than what you anticipate. A thermostat versus a circuit board, you know, there's about an $80, $90, a $100 difference there in prices. So keep that in mind. Make sure the fresh water system works on the water pump and on city water. Don't just hook it up to city water and say, there you go. Disconnect it from city water, put water in the fresh water tank, make sure the pump is working, see if there's any odors that come out of the faucets. See, see where I'm going with all this? There's much more to it than just looking inside. Make sure the oven works, that the range works, all the burners work, everything lights, that the water heater works. Not only does it work on gas, if it has electric, make sure it runs on electric. Don't just let the seller tell you everything works, it's all good. I've heard it a million times, all the problems people have when they do that. And I'm not trying to knock sellers here. Some of them are telling you the truth. Everything works, quit wasting my time. But be diligent. You know, you might have to push it a little bit and, you know, apologize. Hey, I'm not trying to be rude. I just want to make sure this stuff works. I'm shelling out this much money and I want to make sure everything works just as you say. That way we're both happy. They'll understand that hopefully. You know, if you get a seller that doesn't want to cooperate, maybe that's not the RV for you. Maybe it's time to move on. So back to the interior. If it's a, you know, a newer RV with built-in, you know, uh, TV set, maybe it has a DVD player, you know, different types of electronics, radio, speakers, surround sound. Make sure all that works. Again, it's everything needs to work. If there's a reason why it doesn't work, have the seller explain why and possibly even show you why. Some of the electronics can, you know, when it comes to entertainment, entertainment centers, they can get kind of complicated. 
So the seller might not even be able to tell you why it doesn't work. All I know is it worked one day and it doesn't now. A guy did some work on this and after he did the work, it stopped working, whatever it might be. But check all that out. You know, does the TV work? Does the TV come with it? Make sure it's coming with the RV. Maybe the seller's buying a new RV and they have plans for that TV. It's going in their new RV, but they're not going to tell you that. Maybe take pictures of what everything in the RV as well. So you know that, hey, this is the way I saw it and this is the way I would expect it. You know, all the dash components, if it's a motorhome, make sure the air conditioning works, the heater works, you know, the turn signals, the headlights. You get the picture here, don't you? Check it all out, the refrigerator, make sure it cools. And my take on a lot of this too is like a water heater, a furnace, a refrigerator. You want to make sure that works from, uh, if you can, from the, when you get there. Not already have it on, like a water heater that is already on. You want to hear it start. You want to make sure it's going to start every time, that it doesn't have an intermittent starting problem. Same with the furnace. Now, the refrigerator, they take some time to cool down. So you might ask the seller, hey, I'm going to be there on a Saturday at 3 o'clock. Can you make sure the refrigerator is turned on at least, you know, 12 hours or 15 hours or 24 hours beforehand so it's cold when I get there. You know, and you might have to go back and make sure it works on 110 volts and gas. It might take a couple trips. But if it works on one and it's working good, then more than likely the refrigerator's in good shape. And if, let's say, it works on gas and the electric's not working, that's probably a, a, a fix that's affordable, but it's not the end of the world because the cooling unit is still good. Look at the refrigerator, the door seals, you know, the crisper. Make sure all that stuff's there and it works. Some of that stuff can be very expensive, especially for Dometic refrigerators. You know, a crisper, a little simple plastic drawer can be $60. So don't think that it's just a $5 drawer. Don't let the seller tell you that. So this is a lot of information to digest. But I think, you know, the picture is there. You look at the, the RV, the big picture. How much stuff is it going to need? I went through my checklist and this is what I found. This is what the seller is going to take care of. This is what all have to take care of or ever how you structure the deal. But just make sure you go into it with your eyes wide open. And like I said, the reason why I'm talking about this because so many people I talk to buy an RV and they find so many problems after the fact that it runs into hundreds and thousands of dollars more often than not. So, don't find yourself in that situation where you feel you got a really good deal then three thousand dollars later you're going hmm maybe i didn't get such a good deal because remember you're probably going to want to sell that rv one day too and the more money you put into it the less money you're going to get out of it because you're probably not going to increase the value that much so it's just money you're putting into it not that you won't get your money out of it as you enjoy the rv and have enjoy that rv lifestyle so i hope that's helpful when you buy your next purchase, um, check these things out. I'll have some of this on RadioArizonaRV.com. You know, a list. Um, maybe I'll even add to it, be more specific, you know, the major systems. But go there anyways, and also check out the new slide out awning fabric, the 10-year Ultra. So this is Eric Stark with Radio Arizona RV, and I want to thank you for listening today. And remember, if your hands are clean, you're not having fun. <laughs>